welcome to another episode of the Lock of Law 2 podcast, where I, Larry Wiggs, your host, talk about how I see 109. I like to call these numbers 10-9, but tomato, tomato, whether it's 10-9-109, it doesn't really make a difference. I'm going to tell you the story about what happened to me, um, I guess it's been about four or five years ago, and it, simply put, I walked into a motel room, um, and right on the television, the channel, or the, what is it, cable box, was set to 109, whether it was a channel or frequency or what have you, it was set to 109. And that's my story. That's the end of it. So really, the reason why I'm telling you this story is because it begs so many questions. Like, how did that happen? How did, like, okay, let's 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 talk about television today. Because when I was growing up, we had a few channels. I recall it being channels two, four, five, seven, nine, eleven, and thirteen. And those were our stations. And so if you wanted to watch television, you had to choose a program on one of those stations. And that was basically how we watched television when I was a kid. Today, of course, we have thousands of channels to choose from, different sources, whether they be HBO, um, NBC, Stars, um, you name it. You know, the Roku allows you access to so many different apps. You have thousands of options. And in my case, I happened to walk into a motel room and I noticed that whatever channel or whatever frequency the television was set to, it was 109. Of all the thousands of channels, what did uh, Humphrey Bogart say in uh, Casablanca, I believe? In all of the uh, bars in Casablanca, she had to walk into mine. Like, literally, that's what it was. Like, of all of the possibilities, it was there, set on 109 or 109. And that was the room that I entered. And that's the room where I stayed. Now, that could be, this this story could just be an isolated incident. And I could just say, hey, that was my experience and that was it. But I've continued to have these experiences. I've continued to have these moments where I'm like, yo, how come these numbers are calling me? How come these numbers are are?" making it a point that I noticed them and um, for me having been born on October 9th I you know give uh, meaning to those numbers 10 and 9 10 being the 10th month October and 9 the ninth day of the of the month of October but of course if we went even farther back into history October, you know, oct means eight, and October wouldn't actually be the 10th month. So fundamentally, there's something that 
isn't there's something that is incorrect here but given our conventions of calling the 10th month october that's what we do that's the custom that's the norm today therefore october is the 10th month and so when i see 10 i see october so that's the story guys that is literally what happened i walked into um, a hotel now i'll tell you I'll be honest here. When I walked in and I saw those numbers on that television, um, I wondered, okay, is that a common frequency? Is that a common television channel? Um, what is it about those numbers that are significant? Why? Why are those numbers there? That was one thought that went through my head. Another thought was, all right, the FBI, the CIA, they knew I was going to be in this particular motel, so they set that television that cable box to that frequency so that when i enter i would be able to see it and i would know they're on to me i mean that that thought that paranoid thought did go through my mind but i'm not i'm not paranoid i'm i'm only documenting what i am experiencing what i what i've seen that although that thought did come and visit me it quickly you know, left. I'm like, man, I'm not that important. Shoot. That's not even, that's not it at all. And with the other experiences, um, for instance, I recall uh, jumping into an Uber taxi on two different occasions, actually, now that I think of it, on two different occasions. Um, and each time their radio station uh, was set to 100.9. But the difference is that I was in two completely different countries. And so having seen 100.9 on the, on the radio dial, um, it piqued my interest. Uh, but I, I have some sort of an explanation. I understand why. Because that frequency, you know, no matter where you are in the, in the world, that frequency is, is a popular uh, channel. I guess it's a strong frequency. Um, I mean, the way I came arrived at that conclusion is um, I was in Mexico and I asked a gentleman or I told my story to a gentleman and he said, oh, yeah, yeah, 100.9 is a popular radio station out here. So that makes sense. That makes sense. 100.9 is a popular radio station in Mexico. Therefore, if you jump in a, in, in a, in a random uh, Uber, they may the they may have their radio set to 100.9 because it's just popular it occurred that that experience occurred in mexico but it also occurred when i was in the um the, the sultanate of oman i jumped into another taxi at uber um and the radio was set to 100.9 on that um on that radio station and I said, hey, there are those familiar call numbers. I think they call them call letters, um, but that's a, that's a frequency. That's a, those are familiar numbers again. And there it was in Oman. Someone would have to tell me, I didn't ask or I didn't get the answer. I don't know if 100.9 is a popular uh, frequency in Oman, but it certainly was the radio station that that car's uh, dial was set to. So that's what happened. 
and um, yeah, and those were my cars. So again, going along with all of my other experiences with having stepped off the plane and uh, stepped off the plane, gone going after having gone through uh, customs and baggage claim in Saudi Arabia uh, after my flight from Sri Lanka. You know, I stepped out onto the curb to uh, hail a, a taxi cab, and the taxi cab that came to pick me up had the license plate uh, that started with the, those familiar digits, 109. So you see what I'm saying here? Like, yo, why do I keep attracting these numbers? Why are these numbers calling me like this? I mean. I mean, at this point, I, I have, you know, basically 13, 13 years of uh, history of moments where these numbers have called me, and I know why. I, I have some idea why these numbers, um, why I've seen these numbers. And I'm not so, so fixated. It hasn't been a fixation for me. I hadn't, I hadn't really... Um, hadn't really put the story together until 2019 and I just had these isolated incidents where I um, where I saw those numbers and I cataloged them I thought I didn't well, I, I can't say I cataloged them I documented them I have photo evidence and I posted about it on Facebook and that was about it that was the end of it it was just it was out of my system. Oh, look at that. That's interesting. Okay, let me post about that to Facebook and then go about my day. But when you have a history of these moments and then you have the the, the photo saved in your camera, phone, and uh, you, you know, you look back and you piece these, start connecting the dark, excuse me, connecting the dots and putting these things together, then you start start to see a picture you start to see something and and then in 2019 for all of the events that occurred uh, you know uh, surrounding the the murder of Nipsey Hussle um, and for everything that happened to me while I was in that desert I mean it was essentially I, I came away from my experience in Omaha with a story and I see 109 and, and, and this story, my book, 109, that is, that's my story. So I came away with my, from my travels and from my experiences with this story to tell. And that is essentially what I'm doing. I'm just telling my story, just relaying what, uh, relaying the tale of what happened to me, you know, and it happened so frequently. And it's just, it's unbelievable. I have a wealth of content. I have a wealth of experiences to draw from and to just say, hey, man, this is some bizarre stuff. You gotta, you gotta check it out, you know? Pay attention, come with me on this journey, you know, listen, because some wild things have happened. I'll give you another, uh, another example. My trip to, my very first trip to Vietnam, I went through customs. I had gone through customs with the help of uh, customs officials. If you go to Vietnam, 
for in my case, I needed help. So I contacted a company that would help process me, help me, uh, help translate um, and, you know, process all of my documents so I could get into the country smoothly. And that's exactly what they did. Someone met me at the airport and they helped me um, get through uh, Vietnam's uh, customs. And all I had to do was provide documents. Uh, I had to pay a fee, of course, um, but someone was there to meet me and everything was great. After they processed me through customs and I was free to leave the airport, of course, uh, part of the fee that I paid uh, included a driver and the driver was waiting for me. Well, the gentleman gave me my documents, gave me my passport, gave me my visas and everything. And he said, he told me, he said, okay, now go to gate 10. Now, okay, I, to be completely honest, to be completely honest, I don't recall if it was gate 10 or if it was gate nine, but either way, he told me go to this gate. It was either 10 or nine and I thought, what? Well, okay, the first thought, I remember this very clearly. When he told me uh, which gate to go to, I thought to myself, I'm, I'm going to hear, someone's going to tell me, or I'm going to hear 10 or 9 soon. And sure enough, here he says, okay, go to gate 9 or go to gate 10. And so I'm like, there it is. There it is. Here I am. All right. So I walked to the gate, and that's where my driver was waiting for me. And so after that, I met my driver and I was like, all right, cool. Here we go again. Gate nine, um, gate nine or gate 10 or what have you. We get into the car and this is in 2019. This was after, you know, Nipsey had been murdered. And sadly, I was, uh, you know, I was devastated by, by that event. And what I did is, um, because I was in Vietnam, I wanted to feel comfortable. So when I jumped in the car, I asked the driver if I could play my music. And he said, sure, make yourself comfortable. So I threw on uh, Nipsey Hussle's Victory Lap. Um, Victory Lap uh, album. You know? And there I was, riding with my driver you know, through Saigon on my way to the hotel from the airport. First time I'd ever been in, in Vietnam first time for you know this whole experience was the first time it's like i had no idea where i was going or whatnot just along for the ride and there i am listening to the title track from victory lap victory lap yeah it was it was spitting and i'm like yeah just enjoying the vibes do you know the driver pulled up to a light and stopped and as i'm listening to the title track from Victory Lap, I look out the window to my right and I see a hotel. And you know what the hotel, what the name of the hotel is? It's the Victory Hotel. And I'm like, what? I'm like, yo, that's bizarre. And it was a cool little moment of synchronicity. And it was a cool moment of just like, Yo, this is bizarre because there I am listening to Victory Lap, driving, passing the Victory Lap, the Victory Restaurant, you know? So in a very real way, I felt like Nipsey's spirit was with me. I felt that 
you know, my spirit guides were with me because I, you know, I was calibrated. I was, I was right in pocket. 10 and 9 were with me. And then I made my way to the hotel and had a nice little story, you know, about my arrival in Vietnam. And that's what happened. But, you know, going back to that story as to what happened to me when I walked into that motel room, I mean, again, I wasn't prepared for that. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't looking for it. And I saw it. And thankfully, I took a picture of what I saw, you know, to document it. And now I have a collection of these stories and moments to just draw from. So yeah, that's that's what I wanted to share with you today. I am Larry Wiggs II. You're listening to the Lock the Law 2 podcast where I talk about moments when I see 109 or 109 as I like to call it. Thanks for listening. Peace.